0: As. God. Intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian, functional medicine practitioner, and proprietor of Back to Balance Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I thank you for joining me today at Looking for Healing Talk Radio. Looking for Healing is an exciting show where you can learn from experts in the practice of natural medicine. Combined, the four show hosts possess more than 100 years of clinical experience as professional healers, and includes myself, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Brian Artis, and Dr. Jana Schmidt. If you're into all things natural when it comes to health and healing, then stick with us. This is the show for you. I am super grateful for having the opportunity to share and educate and expand the minds of others on the topic of natural healing, which is a topic that has seemingly gotten lost as the primary way of healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all your like-minded friends and family that they can find us live every week at America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Pacific Standard Time 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and via recorded podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks, and via America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple, Android, and Alexa. And I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsor of the show, Global Healing. They make beautiful natural supplements that are made with pure ingredients. And I'm a really big fan of their organic vegan vitamin B12 formula. B12 is necessary for maintaining the energy pathways in the body, necessary and critical for the neurological system, and I really appreciate the fact that it is triple activated because it's made with the three best forms of B12. It also contains Ormus supercharged minerals, and it's made with triple distilled biophotonic structured water. And Global Healing is offering a generous 15% off of your first purchase as a thank you to our faithful listening audience of Looking for Healing Radio. Just use the discount code of OUTLOUD when placing your order. That's O-U-T-L-O-U-D, OUTLOUD. Okay, so as promised, we have a great show for you today today. And we're going to be revisiting with the beautiful Miss Aria. So our previous uh, show that we did was discussing how I met Aria. That was at the Sekmet Temple. That's just a little bit outside of n- north to the city of Las Vegas. It is a beautiful place to go for all kinds of things, Commun- communing with others like-minded. It's a sanctuary, uh, Aria, tends to many ceremonies out there for things like full moon and new moon. So if you want to learn a little bit more about the temple, you can visit Sekhmet Temple in Cactus Springs online. And also you can go back and listen to our previous podcast that we did or live show on the temple. So Aria, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank I, you. Yeah, yeah. It's so wonderful to have you back. Every time I sit down and chat with you, it it's it's I just, you know, jaw to the floor. Um, as I've said <laughs> so many times, your just your the richness of your experience, you as a human, as a person, as a soul, uh, your mastery over language is just extraordinary. Uh you bring words to concepts that uh in such a magnificent way. Um So I wanted to, one of the things that we've, you've spoken of, we've chatted a little bit about is honoring wisdom keeping, honoring the elders and mm. honoring the mm. deep roots. And I just want to say before we mm. get into this uh, topic, before you start sharing with us your thoughts on this topic. You know, mm. I, I just turned 54 uh, a few months mm. ago and it's been an interesting journey into my 50s. I'm really enjoying this part because it's like you've got, I personally am experiencing that I have the youthfulness combined now with the wisdom instead of just the youthfulness mm. <laughs> at this mm. age. So mm. it's, a, it's a very- congratulations. Fabulous- yeah, thank you. It's it's rich and it's meaningful and it's um you know it's 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 a it's it's a beautiful space to be in in life. But I have to say that one of the things that has come up for me that I did not anticipate and did not expect, and it's really come up so um, it's so potent and it's so strong. Mm. For the, I think for the first time in my life, I'm starting to actually really understand that, understanding what wisdom keeping is um, and the honoring of elders. Um I I'm gonna mm. admit something here, you know, in the past, I was used to when I was younger, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, I used to look at older people as yeah, you know, what do they know? What what do they have to offer? They seem like they're kind of checking out more than checking in and, um, Mm. you know, I'm just stating the uh, stating exactly how my thoughts used Mm -hmm. to work. And I'm so enjoying that piece has exited, Mm -hmm. absolutely exited from me. I, I have nothing to do with that anymore. And it's almost to a point where sometimes I'm with somebody Right. We'll call them a wisdom keeper. And I'm not even it has nothing to do with age, Um, although usually Mm -hmm. there they are elder Mm -hmm. and just really kind of going through an experience of looking at how what we do to our elders, just how we kind of throw them away and lock them up. Um, And that's not always out of a bad place or a bad heart it's very difficult to run your own household, to have your children, to keep a full-time job, you know, two parents working. And then there's, it It really moves out the possibility for many people of looking after their, their elders. And I think when they do end up moving away or disconnecting from the family unit, boy, do we lose a lot. I really think mm. we lose a lot as a society and you know, communally and and as a family. And when you Mm -hmm. look at the Native Americans and and the way that they honor, just as an example, their elders um, and how they treat them and how they um, commune with them and how the elders share, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, I've come to realize uh, it's one of the most valuable things we have. And the other mm-hmm. thing that's been interesting in this time period for me is that we've been losing a lot of our elders. Um, at least, mm-hmm. just I around me, um, I have mm-hmm. been seeing a lot of these legends right um, mm-hmm. pass away, and it it really is a loss. It's a great loss. Um, so mm-hmm. I uh, was curious to hear. Your thoughts around this and um hmm.
1: gosh, it's such a big subject, you know, like what do we call wisdom keeping. Um one, wisdom keeping, like wisdoming. So keeping is um it's an action, right? It's a verb. We're keeping the wisdom. And that's an what active it's 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 the act it's an activity of lifing. So when I hear elders, I hear what? I hear a noun, first off, a thing, a subject, an object. So that's a part of what I feel is the um I feel it's a pathogenic actual um pattern of thinking of life cycles. I think that that comes from what we were hand, um, it was hand generated, hand fed through media. Before it was social media, it was just called media, right? (laughs) And you were like a newscaster. Um, Before we got into the VJs, when we got into the VJs, the video DJs, that is actually when uh, media became a whole nother um time of of being pulled into the other realms of politics of othering of us and them so the us and them um competitive, um nature more more like you know nature versus nurture it's like there's something in that and it, it, and it's so It's super easy and it's super complex because all of these issues are all connected with each other on what is has become an active dysfunction um, seen as an active dysfunction um, in 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 certain more holistic views. um, I'm going to say spiritually holistic views, uh, which has to do with the relationship of of ecology and physiology so wisdom keeping is a part of the core of the practicing the practice of active living what is the reciprocity the communication that happens with our physiology these wonderful human flesh vehicles and our ecology our wonderful beautiful planet which there are many peoples still view as the mother planet, right? Or the mother creatrix, creator, father, son, right? Mother of bounty. And if we look at it as as, as uh, nature, I think it becomes a little more clear. So in the life cycle, we have birth, we have active living, we have a decline in, um, not really a decline. Well, we have a decline in the number of years that we are going to be in these bodies, which is like, um, the expiration, right. Of each particular, um, unique organism, um, in that life cycle, the real nourishment is recognizing it is, uh, in continuity. The babies that are born, they're born of the parent's body. They are actually nourished and sustained by the grandparents' teachings. The grandparents tend to have a closer relation, right, with the children. Now, this is, this this you can look at it as an old story or other stories, right? Other um, unique cultures where the grandparent is understood and celebrated, celebrated for the care that they're going to gift those children because they have seen the ups and downs of lives, the ups and downs, and again and again, that they are more in sync with the circadian rhythm, with the changes in the life cycle, and therefore can gift more freely without the stress of a nine-to-five job that is asking for three quarters of your time on this planet for an organizational entity that is consumptive based that ultimately feeds about seven people. Wow. <clears throat> that's, uh, so say Well said, that, that's powerful. I mean, I, <laughs> um and so those that actually um are more, perhaps more in the in alignment with with reciprocity of life which means the reciprocity involved in these beautiful flesh bodies and the earth who provides all of our housing all of our water all of our structures it's not the person who built the house it's not the contractor nor is it the government entity nor is it the state entity that decides what is a practical for plumbing? Hmm. Rather, (laughs) it's about the life cycle and understanding this mother earth provides the trees that are a part of the lung system, the water system that is of the living essence of this planet, the living essence of this sentient living planet, of which is so brilliant has the ability to sustain an almost unimaginable amount of life patterns of life essence of plant matters of the of our plant family of our mineral family of the animal family right so the intergenerational cycle the wisdom keeping has to do with honoring the full life cycle of these bodies, which is in turn an honoring of the earth, which is in turn returning back to affirming the wondrous amount of experiential phenomenon that is encased in the aging body. The aging body that once cared for the children, for their own children, or maybe for others' children. And in some cases, many cases, that body begins to slow down and deteriorate and become almost seeming, almost childlike. It's not childlike. It's belittling to say that it is childlike. And to compare a child with an elder is belittling to the child with all of its wonderful informing that comes in from new ideas and fresh being and new experiences, tactile, emotional, psychologically. And then in these elders, this wisdom keeping that raised the children, that saw difficult circumstances, that in its essence, in its emotional core, its water of life, its blood, its energetic movement, which is water, the fourth stage of water when it comes into spirit, and we can look at that as the ultimate in communication. Just like the roots of the sequoias speaking to each other, just like the branches making certain noise in the in the wind, is a communication. So we are basically honoring the wisdom keeping that comes with experience and the flow, the transmission the emission and transmission of those experiences to the young as sustenance, as nourishment, that will inform them, that will inform their DNA, that will inform their epigenetics, that will inform their activities with that experience, because memory of water is ageless. And we we honor that wisdom keeping in the waters yeah wow
0: that is so
1: so beautifully
0: stated (laughs) wow okay well uh, on that note we're gonna take a short break here and when we return we will continue with aria discussing this uh this amazing wonderful Mm -hmm. grand topic we'll be right (laughs) back For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health. Naturally.
2: How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with CoFixRx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. This is Nicola
0: Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, I just want to mention that if you're not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcast, typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. You can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, or America Out Loud, and many more. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. Okay, so we're going to return to our interview with the beautiful Miss Aria. She is the caretender, well, she's many things, but I came to know of her as the caretender uh, of the Sekhmet Temple in Cactus Springs, which is just outside of Las Vegas. And the topic that we're discussing today Again, it seems like maybe a topic that's a little bit like, what does this have to do with holistic healthcare or wellness? Oh, I think it has everything to do with holistic healthcare and wellness. And I think that it is a topic that is just not talked about um, as much as it should be. And that topic that I'm referring to is, um, gosh, the... um how did, how did i say that earlier how did you say that earlier um part, i think you said part of lifing um when you were referring mm. to the wisdom keeping of of the elders like it's that it, it that you know it's included in this big picture and unfortunately yeah. today um in the society and the societal structures and norms it's really been something that's kind of been you know, cut and moved out and moved away. Um, and so Hmm. I, I just, you know, just, just listening to you speak about this topic. Uh, gosh, I find myself, I just went through a brutal experience of losing one of gosh, my, I'm going to say my best friend (laughs) who was uh, 80 years old. And, um, but you wouldn't know it you would think she was 53 mm-hmm. 52 mm-hmm. and just her way of being because of all these things you you discussed you know she's been through so many cycles she's experienced the loss she's done all the things the marriages and the divorces and the raising of children and um you know, the career and just all those things. And in her quote unquote retirement, which really wasn't her retirement, she continued to do what she did because she felt it was so important to pass on the wisdom, right? The wisdom. And Mm. she had Mm. a magical way of doing it. I, 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 (laughs) It's so hard to express. Um, She was firm Mm. and she was clear and she got her point across and she was like, you will, you know, learn this, you will do this. You will, you will learn this correctly um, in her instruction, but then she would turn around and just smother you with kisses and love and just envelop you in her arms and tell you how beautiful you were. And the encouragement was uh, just Never experienced a being like that. And Mm. she comes to mind in this discussion. Uh, Mm. So, uh, I I guess so here's a question. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What are the life affirming systems that support and nourish um, and care tend for our elders? Looking at maybe Mm. what that is today versus what it used to be and maybe mm-hmm. what we should be thinking about moving towards um i want to mm. say in the future but you know the future is really the now mm.
1: you know uh, yeah that's a great um question because it's one that uh it's one that occurs to me every day and first i would just like to expand upon um what that means that that life what is life affirming. Um, uh, patterns and systems that we engage in that honor the eldering, the evolution of the the human uh, uh special uh process of of, of everyday life from cradle to grave, because elder really depends on what what um, um, um environment and ethics you have been brought up with that determine what an elder is. There are some um, there are some houses of worship that call elders um, 19-year-olds. They gift them with the title elder, okay? What does that mean? What does that mean in their faith or their house of worship? I would rather use a house of worship because uh, there's certain words like faith and hope and things like that, that I have some questions on their roots, um, the etymology of them and what they actually mean. So in, when we talk about elders and wisdom keeping, it is really the wisdom keeping that has, has to do it. it that, that is the fruition. The wisdom keeping factually c- can be, and is from it, it, from pers- many perspectives and houses of learning Um from the cradle to the grave. My conversation with a 25 year old today helped to pass information to me on what that 25 year old is experiencing in life and sharing it with me through her vision, through her understanding of concepts that she's learning at 25 that many of us learned at maybe 35 or 45 so seeing in the generation the the emission and the transmission of the wisdom keeping right so the wisdom keeping that the art of of honoring wisdom and sharing it wisdom keeping the art of honoring wisdom um, experiential phenomenon and sharing it. Sharing it f- for the coherence, the heart coherence of the spatial mm, temperature, of the spatial mm, dynamic equilibrium. So a bo- a newborn whose imbiblical cord is cut, that is no different than cutting wisdom-keeping when it's cut before the, all of that blood is transferred to the baby, that's not just disrespectful, it feels detrimental to that baby's health and immune system and the mother's. Good point. So, everything we do, wisdom keeping is literally like in it from this perspective here in this sanctuary, from this one care tender, right? not necessarily all of us. This is one of the aspects that I help to, mm, that it is my function to share rather than help. It's actually my function to share the honoring, the respecting, the loving of the full life process of the fact that that child that comes out, the, the wisdom that I am learning from just breathing with that child and seeing and sensing what that child needs. Is it milk? Is it to eat? Is it to, to shit? What is it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And is that any different? So the same concerns from say mm, 16, I'm going to use the 16, which is when kids tend to go to work. 16 to 66 which is 50 years 50 years that the life the 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 predominant time spent is in a system to utilize the energy of the humanoid for its own purposes rather than the well-being of the humanoid so Honoring wisdom keeping is honoring that the humanoid, the human, humanity, the creature of one of an earth creature that's bipedal, that has an amazing brain function. What is the generating and continuity? of the lemniscape of energy, of the reciprocity between this human body and this ecology, this ecological earth. And so, uh-huh, I'd like to ask that question, and a storm is a-brewing. <laughs> well, yes, little storm, the storm within and around. This is the wind knocking on a door. But think about that. The, wing, the winds of change and all the thing that's happening right now and our understanding of what is modern life and what is care and sustenance throughout the life cycle. So here's the rub. Wisdom keeping is intergenerational. It's not chopped up in little pieces. When you look at a huge cottonwood like the one sitting outside this house with deep, deep roots and high, high branches, there is no separation of the deep roots that are the elders, that are the parents of the active form of living, that that trunk and stem of life that reaches out to the branches, that has the children no, with the highest visions and highest potential, hmm, you can't split that up because if you do, what do you got? You got a bunch of logs to feed the fire, and perhaps, just perhaps, humanity is more than a battery, is more than a log, is more than a piece of not of 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 of, of resource to be extracted from. So, wisdom keeping is honoring the cycles of life and living in nature, which again is a bit different when it's different when you live with the land. And so, therefore, considered more a, a country, you live in the country, you're a farmer or you're somebody that works with the land, will tisk, tisk, tisk because ah, you might be more in rhythm with the land, which is more in rhythm, with the cosmos, which is the circadian rhythm, which is true lifing and the reciprocity of la-lifing. Whereas living in the city, living in a system that seemed like maybe it could be cool, you know? I mean, it's a system and it helps people know where to go from point A to point B. Is it, or is it one larger farm unbeknownst to the farm animals is it something that is about control of the resource that is the human being that is the human being's essence to be channeled into an organization an organism that feeds about seven people so wisdom keeping honoring the elders honoring the wisdom which in many traditions is called elderhood it's actually experience an experience of phenomenon you can be a student and a teacher and a guru all at once because some things are brand shiny new some things like breathing are seem age old right and some things, it's only the experience of the passage of the seasons, which informs. So, yeah, wisdom keeping was super important. Um, and in this particular uh, view of this person that helps to care tend of a sanctuary, it is seen um, as life affirming to offer honor and respect for all the stages of life, for they all contain innate wisdom, which is an innate skill of the humanoid that when viewed from a certain aspect, understanding that all the work that is done in the active forms of life of humans in a modern society, in modernity, is being utilized much like fossil fuels. To put more and more and more energy into something that is unhealthful, that is pathogenic by nature of using up the resource and damaging it, of damaging the 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 critical matter, which, which it is that you get to walk around in every day. So this is about an evolution of thought process and a re-educate. It's it's re-educating ourselves from within, rather than through an institution. So moving, you know, we look at. at we love our elders. Okay, we we're, we're we love our elders. We love our children. Why are there so many daycares? And why are there so many daycares for for people under one and over seventy five? Yeah, good point. Is that because of modernity, it's always about 24-7 working, and so therefore you'd have no time to change the pampers on the person that changed your pampers. So these are questions that, not to be offensive, these are actually life-affirming questions as to what's really important. And I think being a part of the life cycle from cradle to grave is essential for the essence of humanity to live in kindness and compassion with the earth and each other.
0: Oh, well, well said. Always. <laughs> just. I don't have anything to add. That was so beautiful. That was so well spoken. <laughs> well said. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow, that was super <laughs> powerful and some great food for thought. And we're at that mm. time. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, we'll continue with this discussion. All right. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back.
2: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
3: This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
2: We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought
0: This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And Looking for Healing Radio is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. Between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. And if while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your question by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you. And all questions and comments are welcome. Well, coming back from our break with the uh, beautiful Miss Aria, who is the care tender up at the temple, Sekhmet Temple in Cactus Springs. We're finishing this last part of our topic, our interview on our topic around honoring wisdom keeping. And one of the things that... I think is really interesting and I'm actually really grateful for is there happens to be on the calendar for the events at the temple, October 31st, there is an event which is honoring our elders. So perfect timing, Aria, (laughs) for the coordination of this. Not that we planned these things as far as this topic and the podcast and, and that event but it is kind of interesting to me. So if I may ask, mm. what is going to be um what, what what is honoring our elders going to look like or sound like or feel like on that evening of October 31st, which I will be attending by the way. Looking forward to that.
1: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, you know, honoring the ancestors looks very different and very similar, I think, to in most cultures, which is it starts with gratitude. So the commonality is is gratitude, um, gratitude in life, of life, for life, which includes the entire cycles of life, you know, from the womb to the tomb, from birth to transferring consciousness. So when consciousness comes in and we have a, a new uh, body. All right, we have a, a baby, and then all the way through activity like um, initiation in life, which could be seen as childhood up through uh, teenage years. All right, and then the activity, the dedication in life, the active uh, working, playing, and praying together in gratitude. And then moving on into more of the majesty of life, right? So around maybe the mid-40s to mid-60s is very um, uh, um, self-autonomy or what some would call self-sovereignty. There's much more of a feeling of that. And then we move from possibly this majestic stage to this... um, receptacle of experiential phenomenon that we could call wisdom now the wisdom is in all stages of life from birth to transferring consciousness out of our body which we many call death um this ceremony is to say thank you you could say thank you to the ancestors and our beloved dead right so the beloved dead are going to be folks who've just passed maybe a month ago maybe day ago maybe just a couple years ancestors you're looking more at centuries and and millennium and so this is a ceremony to gather together first and foremost essentially as life affirming community for the best good of all beings and the focus right so that's the basis of all the gatherings is gratitude for all the life cycles Um, in its totality rather than what we think of as good or bad yet in its totality as a whole being recognizing there is a gifting and a receiving there is an inhalation and an exhalation and only with the repetition of those, do we have whole life? So, what that's um, really saying is, rather than concentrate on the extremes of polarities, like sometimes we have to go all the way deeply in grief, you know, like to 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 emit the tears, the body shaking, to help process this emotion, this emotion energy in motion. And so all these ceremonies, especially the one that has to do with the foundation of our being as humanoids, as well as creatures born of this planet, the ancestor honoring is our bloodlines, our lineages that we have dedicated to, um, as well as perhaps our um what sex we are right this is nothing to do with identity but how the body is created And and one has uh maybe this this body has um this sexual organs um this body has that sexual organs and there are some that have both right so to understand that that is also a lineage right sisterhood brotherhood right all of the above and otherhood, right? Together. And so this goes back to the first peoples, to the first breath of life, to the first creature here, which is the earth. So when you look at it like that, it's really quite huge. When you, when the macrocosmic view, right? That macro out there, more cosmology um, for we, are, oh, and the, the cat is um, agreeing, I uh, uh, I hear, in the background, excuse us. <laughs> <laughs> but his name is Mystery, so we can think of it as the great mystery speaking. Um, <laughs> That's great. Mystery, the, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> that in this life cycle says, gift me sustenance, gift me sustenance. I'm 17 years old. I am an elder, a keeper of wisdom. And so this continuous sound, right? um, It can be very frustrating for actually some people, just like as we age, uh, maybe our, our short term memory is not as great. And so we ask the same question. And you'll see a frustration on those that are younger right? The same frustration that the parents maybe experienced when they were babies. The difference is when they first came in, this is all about experiencing active, 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 you know, go in the playground, get outside, play with, be amongst the trees, do Kung Fu activity. And then as we are looking to transfer consciousness out of these bodies it's a it's a condensation, a distillation of the wonderful um, experiential knowledge, whether we think it's good or bad, whether it felt traumatic or um, rooted in elation. There is the whole pie, right? The whole Tao, the whole of creation that we are working to honor when we honor anything whether we considered our ancestors yesterday, today, or tomorrow, meaning those who came before us from millennium back to the first piece of stardust that is this earth or here and now the ancestors here and now that you meet from different lineages that you are actually actively learning with or the ancestors in the future, which we label as descendants Right, those to come, all one cycle, all one thing, just like the aging process. So we will be saying thank you to each other for showing up and being present, because that in itself is a true gift of living life. Um, we will say thank you to the elements within and around that are you couldn't you could view them as different aspects of self. And as we get out of our own heads and over ourselves, the egoic part, we also recognize it all around us in the bird song, in the creeping, crawling lizards, in the trees, in the wind. So these different aspects of life, like the breath of inspiration, which is we all have to breathe air (laughs) to live. We get to do that to live. And so, inhaling and exhaling, you can look almost as the breath of inspiration, right? That actually fuels our creativity, our imagination. So, if it's fueling that, then you could say, okay, I'm going to honor fire. What is fire? How does that reflect in my life? Oh, my, my motivation to create and imagine my will, our will together. And then say, okay, I'm going to say thank you to the element of water. Well, what's that? We're all made of water. The earth is made of water. Our body is mostly water. Emotion, energy in motion. When we honor water, we are honoring how our emotion moves, which is an ocean. It can be calm and placid. It could be tidal wave. This is uh, where we learn the subtleties of living so that we live in a neutral place that honors it all. And then we move to the earth, which is the matter, all that is known, all that is substance, these beautiful bodies, right? Wondrous constellations rooted in sweet matter form. How amazing so that's what we do we say hello because some of these people whether they were our our familial relation or our community relation they help to inform those parts of our essence somehow some way as there are those that we feel truly inspired higher so we could say like Oh, our highest visions, highest potentials, all the things that is not formed, an unknown of no substance, right? The unseen saying thank you, which, which really helps to activate the crown of our being. It helps to activate the potentiality that we have to really understand we are our individual self, in connection with all beings and our our the rest of our, our family, all our relations, whether it be humanoid, plant life, animal life, mineral, everything is made of energy. And then the deep roots that below us, thinking of again our connection with uh, these bodies, with the earth, right? Our physiology in connection to our ecology. All just to get to the center, which many of our elders, and when I say elders, I'm actually referring to um, the chronological time that a being has um, been gifted to spend on this earth. Um, My grandmother lived until 91. And what she always told me, was if I have a love of doing something and others have a love of receiving it, then this is a gift from the divine. And we don't throw those away. So that's one of the ways that I personally am going to offer in this ceremony is with um, a song because my grandmother taught her children music. She was a keyboard player for the church from five years old in the time of segregation in Deland, Florida. Woof. Wow, all the way until maybe 89, when she could still be transported to the church, 8990. It was only in her last year that she didn't get about um, as much, but she was of deep, um, she had a deep faith. And in in her generation, understanding the generation of those of color, um, of African-American descent who lived in the time of segregation and depression um, and how they offered the gift of knowledge of how to rise above, how to thrive within the garden, even though it was a garden with very dominating other plants. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. this is a gift. So I honor her by utilizing my voice because of her words to me and the, the feeling of resonance in my heart, in my body, my hair was standing on end. And, and that was just what she offered me because she offered that to all her grandchildren. And I assure you, there are many of us, first, second, third generation. And I watched her at, at 90 years old on what um on a day of giving thanks <laughs> in uh the time of Thanksgiving. Uh I say Thanksgiving in a way honoring the land and all of the the, the folks that were here before um what we know is the United States, this time, which is just an autumnal time. Autumnal, so third harvest. Get together and say thank you, right? Right. There's many languages through many traditions, and you have like all the time of all souls when you're going All Saints, right? You have the time of Hallow's or Samhain, which is more going to be Celtic um, in in background. So honoring all of the different peoples and ways we get together in gratitude to say thank you for time spent in these bodies, especially those who have passed the threshold of say 65, 70 years old who are there and their bodies are becoming, um, less, uh, um, flexible. Um, and they're beginning to, to change and in preparation for the transferring of their consciousness, out of their body with their last breath. These are some of the most, most um, treasured of our beings. And so to honor this, and then when the, tra- the the transferring of consciousness is passed, to honor that that experience goes back in the pool of knowledge that helps sustain us all. And so maybe I will have a picture of my grandmother, of my grandfather, of my father. Certainly I will have a picture of my um Qigong teacher who was a grandmaster Kung Fu and an abbot of Zen Buddhism and of my Hula teacher, my Kumuhula, who passed. I can feel her in my elbows because she just passed on the 16th. <sighs> yeah. Mm. She passed on the 16th of August. And so when... We get together and honor. We're honoring that one. We are creatures that are uh, um, fantastically um, able and gifted with senses that we can feel the subtle energies movement. It's one of the things that actually, if you practice um, energetic movement, you don't speak about because if you speak about it too much and your eyes on it too much, you actually move yourself away from it. This mm. is something that's not talked about. So, the more we talk about things, it's more for an initial um, template to work on. If someone needs to hear something again, they will ask specifically, and uh, it will be offered perhaps just do the movements, perhaps just breathe, perhaps you don't need to analyze so much because the analyzing, right? If we're only analyzing and I assure you, I, I adore analyzing. I, uh, if you look at my natal chart, I have not one planet in a Virgo. I have eight. Okay. So I can petri dish myself really well, really well. And so this extreme polaric activity of the mind, can separate us from the center of the heart separates us from the body so we bring the body's energy up into the heart rooted yet connected through the heart we bring the energies down through the crown into the heart so again we can honor with gratitude from this neutral place that is unconditional love that is kindness and compassion for our ancestors Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oh, so well
0: said. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much. I am so looking forward to meeting <laughs> you on the 31st. And it's, um,
2: it's always a
0: beautiful creation of ceremony that you do and i i just you know i think everybody in the world can come together in the space of gratitude and the space of kindness and the space of appreciation right there's there's no you know garbage associated with that right there's no beliefs religion and whatever it's 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 simple and it's clean and i think it's important for healing and it's necessary to do these types of things and to get back to doing these types of things. Blessings in abundance with your health and your life. This is Nicola Burnett signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.